Welcome to my Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. If this is your first time here, I recorded four episodes especially for you to help you eliminate the fights right away and start connecting with your boy as soon as possible. Go to episodes 54 through 59. I have four boys of my own and I know better than anyone how much you want to have a good relationship with your boy and all the things that can come in your way. If you are a mom of boys, I am the coach for you. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And all the holidays that you celebrate. I'm so happy to talk to you. This is the last episode of this year, which is so exciting. I hope you had a good good holidays and I hope you will continue to have them. For us Russians, our biggest one is... Um, the New Year's, uh, but because I'm married to the Canadian, uh, we celebrate Christmas um, in a big way, and so the Russian one we do celebrate, but not as big as Christmas. So both, I guess we celebrate both. So we're going to have for the New Year's Eve, we'll have the Russian dinner, uh, some some traditional Russian dishes, and maybe some Russian music, maybe chat with my relatives, and we like to dress up, and maybe have a dance party, and decorate. Um, but today, I really wanted to give you this wish for the whole next year, is to practice this skill of wanting what you have. I have two stories to share with you, one light one and one not so light one to kind of demonstrate this skill, this example. So uh, about a week before Christmas, I found myself uh, wanting to cut my hair. My hair is now long, what you could consider long. And you know how I'm sure as every woman has experienced this before. If your hair is short, you want it long. If your hair is long, you want it short. If your hair is dark, you want it lighter and so on, right? You just want to change. You want to change. You want to refresh. You want to just change something about your hair or something, right? So I found myself really looking at my hair thinking, oh, it's too long. I want to cut it. And I just had this strong desire. And I thought, oh, it would be so much better if it was shorter. So much better, right? Because it's not styled. It's not, I don't know what to do with it. It doesn't look good anymore, right? So the idea was that it would be better to have shorter hair, right? So then I went on and looked at the schedule of my hairstylist and to see, oh, can I squeeze in? Can I get an appointment to get it cut before Christmas? And I couldn't. She was fully booked. And so I sat there in the chair and thought and felt disappointed for a moment. And then I remembered what it was like to have short hair and want long hair. And this is when I really saw how arbitrary it is whatever you have now you want the opposite and so I remembered what it's like to want long hair and at that moment I was able to feel the desire for what I already had I wanted long hair and I already had long hair that was fantastic that this feeling of wanting what you already have feels abundant, you feel satisfied, you feel fulfilled. And so I really want to wish this for you for Christmas, for New Year's, for anything, for your whole next year 
to really want what you have because it feels amazing. And you can generate it on demand if you want. And the way to do that is... You can do it in many different ways. But one way is to remember what did it feel like to want something and then to get it, right? Or right right before you got it, right? Like what did it feel like to want short hair and then cut it and then have that short hair for a day and feel like, oh my gosh, it's so awesome, right? It's kind of like when kids get their new presents, right? They want it so badly and then they get it and you feel that excitement. I'm sure we all feel like that when we get something for ourselves that we want and we feel that newness and that uh, excitement of having that what we wanted just in the beginning. And then it wears off, right? Then we start wanting something else. But I want to suggest to you that you can generate this desire on purpose for the things that you want. For example, you know, I have a husband that I want. I want to have a husband and I have a husband. And more than that, all the things that I want in a husband, I have, right? Of course, it takes practice and skill to be able to, you know, see the truth in it, right? If you don't believe that, then that's something that you can practice. Like what is, you know, what is it that I want in a husband? You know, then you find that one thing and then you think, oh, I have it. How does that feel? I want kids and I have kids, right? Just stating that as a fact, we, we know we forget that at one point we didn't have kids and we wanted kids, right? Now you want kids still, I mean, I'm sure not at all the times, right? Not when, you know, they're driving you crazy, but you still want to have kids and you have them. How does it feel for you to acknowledge that what you wanted and what you still want to have, you have now? If you are lucky or if you have worked hard enough to have found a job, a career that you love doing... How does it feel for you to have that, to want to do something that you love and to have found it, to to be doing it? How does it feel? For me, it feels incredible to have found something so rewarding and satisfactory and expanding, forever expanding and in a field that I love. I love talking and improving mental health and um, working on our mind to create our life. I love that. I love talking about it. I love reading about it. I love uh, helping other people with it. I love um, planning, using these tools. I love all of it. So that feels amazing to have what it is that I want right? Isn't it incredible? So that's the skill that you can have. Like I sometimes when I take a walk and I feel incredible in my legs and my thighs and my stomach, I feel that satisfaction of having what I want. I want to have a great looking body or good, like a good feeling body. And I have it and I feel it in the moment of walking that combination of wanting something and having it is equals to an amazing feeling of satisfaction. 
And it's, it's not to say that I actually have great looking legs or body. It's that I feel that I do, right? I want you to make sure that you know that, that distinction, right? So it, my legs, I don't know what they look like to other people, but you know what I mean, right? I feel because how I eat and how I exercise gives me the legs that I do have and then I feel amazing about them. So I want you to experience wanting what you already have. There's another episode that I recorded. Um, I can't remember the, the number of it, but it was um, you basically you make a list of 25 things that you want, but you uh, every, every other thing that you list is something that you already have. Because usually we're trained to want something that we don't have, right? That food that you want to buy, you don't have it yet, right? That, that next clothing, the next trip, the next car, the house, um, another kid, you know, going to the restaurant, whatever. We're trained to want something that we don't yet have. And we're very good at doing that, right? That's what we're, we're um stimulated to do with all the commercials and ads and and seeing other people have it and so this is something that you can practice for the next whole year uh another story so the story number one was about my hair right and now after i've experienced wanting my hair to be long now i love having long hair i don't want to cut it anymore i'm enjoying it i'm i'm putting so much more effort into you know, doing my hair each day that I love having long hair. I don't want to cut it anymore. I love having long hair. So the other story I want to share with you, something that happened to our family this Christmas, it was an accident, but an accident that kind of demonstrates what I am trying to tell you here is that wanting what you have is a a skill that will make give you peace about your life now without wanting you to change it. So we went tobogganing one day with our kids and my parents on this hill that we used to go tobogganing many, many times before. But this time when we arrived, we as soon as we came out of the cars, we noticed that there was a wall that they have built at the bottom of the hill to, it's kind of like a uh, noise uh, canceling wall, noise retaining wall to separate the hill from the highway. And so one of my boys, my five-year-old boy, tobogganed into the wall and it was a bloody, bloody sight. It was terrible. We rushed him to the emergency. We had to leave everyone there. He he kind of split his forehead and the blood was just shooting out. You know, I, of course, freaked out. I didn't know whether, you know, we're going to make it to the hospital because he was bleeding so much. And so... <laughs> I am sharing this with you because he's fine now. Everything is good. They fixed him up. It's been over a week now. He's, you know, his stitches are almost all out. Like he looks good. He's happy. And the reason I'm sharing this with you was first of all, is because I want to, sh- you know, share that that happened to you because I find that we, I'm connected to my listener and I want to share what happened to us. And it was scary, but also, what a you know what a an incredible terrible way for anyone to gain perspective on our life right like he's okay 
worse things could have happened. Uh, thankfully, his back and his neck are fine. His brain was not damaged, nothing. So it's just kind of the stitches. So he's okay. And so this brings us back to wanting what you have. I want to have a healthy son. I want to have boys. I want to have my kids, right? And I have them. And every day that we have them, we can feel that deep satisfaction, that reward, that, you know, that great gratitude, gratefulness for what we have, right? And so this accident, we're so lucky that it ended well, right? So lucky. And we still have our son, but it was super scary, right? So the same thing, of course, the, I, I'm not saying that, you know, has to happen to everyone, hopefully it never happens to anyone else. But these terrible things, accidents do put things in perspective and think hopefully things work out well, so that people can gain that perspective. Oh, good thing we still have our health. Good thing we're still alive, right? Good thing we still have each other, right? That's the same thing as wanting what you have. So now when I see my boy with a scar, I just have so much more space for uh, his whining, for his crying, for anything, right? For whatever the imperfections of life are, I have perspective, right? And, you know, naturally, of course, it will wear off and I will forget and I might get annoyed sometimes. But as I'm suggesting to you, we can all, and I will, have to generate that perspective on purpose, on demand, so that I can appreciate things that I have and remember, oh, I already have so many things that I want. Actually, this uh, my birthday falls on Boxing Day, December 26th. And so um, my mother-in-law was asking me uh, if I have any... Um, plans or goals for the next upcoming year. And what I told her, I said, you know what, I actually don't because I just feel so grateful for all the things that I have. Like I already have all the things I want. I have the family, I have the marriage, I have a husband, I have a a job that I love doing. I have a hobby, I have friends, like I have all the things. So for me, it's more just... I'm already there, right? So that was incredible to have experienced that um, and to feel like, you know, like my goal for next year, for my next birthday is just to have what I have now. That feels abundant. And that's what I wish for you for your next birthday, for the next year, for Christmas, for every single day, practice wanting what you have. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you next year. Bye.